This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We're asking you, what movie or TV show totally gave you nightmares as a kid? I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers off. Holly Roberts and I are hanging out with you. Scary. Scary. Or maybe it like, wasn't even actually a scary show, but there was something about it that just like got in your brain and wouldn't let you sleep at night. 651-641-1071. What movie or TV show gave you nightmares? Should we go to the phone? Yes. Okay, great. We've got Amy on the line. Hi, Amy. Thank you for holding. Amy, what's the movie or TV show that gave you nightmares as a child? Um, well, as any true Gen Xer, I was raised feral and hands-off. Yeah. So I got my hands on lots of things that were not appropriate for my age. And Amityville Horror was a movie oh. I saw probably uh, in sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. And that gave me nightmares. And then Poltergeist gave me nightmares. Oh, for sure. They're here. And, like, I super get it, again, because if you're, like, a child of the 80s and uh, early 90s, probably, we were just, like, I don't know. If it's there, watch it. Why not? <laughs> like, we didn't yeah. have discretion. Thank you, Amy, for your call. I hope you've recovered. <laughs> have a good day. 651-641-1071. What movie or TV show gave you nightmares as a child? I th- We went real hard into that one. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd like slide in easily. No, we went to 11. We did. We took that <laughs> one to 11. I think the poltergeist still scares oh. a lot of people. For sure. Actually, and that's like light compared to, I, I mean... I didn't watch Exorcist until I was probably at the appropriate age to watch Exorcist, which I don't even know what that is because I'm still, I still don't think I'm at the appropriate age to watch that movie. But boy, that one really did a number that I have to revisit because like you, Colleen, I watched the Exorcist knowing what the elements of the Exorcist mm-hmm. were. So it was already kind of not necessarily spoiled, uh-huh. but it wasn't surprising. Right. But I think that that's one of those movies that would be worth revisiting because you change. Yes. And so how do you change over time in relation to that movie? And quite frankly, I think that's one of those movies, the older you get, oh yeah, the scarier it oh, becomes. Yeah. I hear those tubular bells and I'm done. It's over. Uh, I can't do it. Let's go to the phones again. Jennifer's on the line. Hi, Jennifer. What's the movie or TV show that gave you nightmares as a child? Oh, hi. Um, it was an absolutely terrifying movie that fooled us by being called a Disney movie <gasps> called the um, return to Oz. Okay. I don't know that uh-huh. one, Oh, but Jennifer, I am like, I, I, the second you said it is a Disney movie, I got, <laughs> I felt for you because yeah. my version of that is um, watcher in the woods, which mm-hmm. is also a Disney movie. And it's like very stocky and scary. What was, yeah. was the return to Oz? Now I'm starting to remember this. Were the monkeys even scarier than the regular uh, Wizard of Oz? There were these creepy minions called the Wheelers. Okay, maybe that's 
chased you around and cackled, and <laughs> there was a hallway of decapitated heads. No! <laughs> yes. No. And there was, the best part was the really creepy stop-motion claymation villain. Uh-uh. Who, it, it was just, it was terrifying. It was all nightmare fodder. Okay, let's just pretend that never happened. Jennifer? I think I might watch it again. Okay, today. well, enjoy. <laughs> um, I hope you sleep. Have a, have a good day, Jennifer. Thank you. I don't, you. I mean, I, va- I have vague recollections of that. Um, Oh, when she talked about the things, whatever, that were like minions chasing around, that I like got a visceral reaction to that. I think I've blocked that out. I think a lot of people have blocked right. out Return to Oz. Right. Okay, let's go to Sydney. Hi, Sydney. Sydney, what is the TV or movie, uh, TV show or movie that gave you nightmares as a kid? Um, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, I yeah. don't even know if they show that anymore. And isn't that like on um, somebody's drug experience or something? <laughs> the um, you're talking okay. So you're talking specifically about the cartoon, which is a Disney cartoon, right? Of uh, the Alice in Wonderland, yeah. um, isn't it? There is a Disney yeah. cartoon. You're talking well, about the animated yeah. Alice in Wonderland. I, you know, I haven't seen it. You know, the one they had on back in like I don't know, one of the original ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. 1951. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if they play that anymore. But isn't that on somebody's drug experience or something? I mean, it it sure, there are parts of it that seem like it. Sydney, I hear you. Thank you for your call. (laughs) Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, there are like the whole Mad Hatter tea party and there's some weird stuff in there that you're like, what is that? Uh, Thank you, Sydney. Have a great day. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Um, Holly, have you ever seen that? Yeah. That Alice, Alice in Wonderland I, from 1951. I actually can't. I mean, I know I've seen it. I cannot remember. I it. believe it's on Disney Plus right now. I'm sure it is. Uh, it, there are surreal elements to that. And I will say, you know, to our caller's point, there are some character designs of the faces of the characters in Oz that are menace. There's a menacing quality to yeah. it. I remember specifically in that movie, the whole sequence sequence of the walrus and the carpenter. Uh-huh. I always found that to be a little, That's a little weird. unsettling. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Okay, let's go to Lori. Lori's on the line. Hi, Lori. Lori. Lori, what's the movie that uh, the movie or TV show that gave gave you nightmares as a child? Well, first, let me just say that I think that when she's that last caller was talking about the drug yeah. experience, I think that was Robert Louis Stevenson's ah, drug use. Like that, the actual the well, story. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the one for me, I'm going to take it into the 70s, was the FBI with Efren Zippelis Jr. Okay. And at the very end of the show, he would always go through the 10 most wanted list. And I could never get to sleep because I was pretty sure they were all outside my window. Okay. I'm so glad you said that, Lori, because I felt the same way about Unsolved Mysteries. (laughs) Like, it was very upsetting to me that there were these, like, perhaps sometimes criminals or, like, murderers that were just out there roaming around and had not been found yet. I hear you, Lori. (laughs) Thank you. It was just a regular show, but it just... Threw me over the edge. I love yep. it. Thank you. Isn't it funny the things that get into people's minds? Like everybody has something a little bit different. Let's yeah. go to Tina. Hi, Tina. Tina. Tina, what is the movie or TV show that gave you nightmares as a child? Uh, there's two. Um, Pet Cemetery and The oh. Ring. 
Oh, the ring, ring. for sure. I mean, pets. I've never seen Pet Cemetery, but I think anything Stephen King, for sure. Yeah, with animals, it's just you want to be lovable, not attacking. Yeah, I hear that. Thank you, Tina. Have a great day. Um, I will also tell you, we did get an email from Nancy who said Cujo. So speaking of Stephen King, yeah, Stephen King Mm -hmm. and not cuddly animals. she said, I was eight and my babysitter let me watch it. Oh, my gosh. Ah. <laughs> uh, let's talk to Annika. Hi, Annika. Annika, what was the movie or TV show that gave you nightmares as a child? Hi. Hello? Hi. Hey. Hi. Um, I was actually really afraid of Coraline. There is a scene oh. where the other mother and Coraline are like crawling on spider webs and it just terrified me oh for sure i get that yeah, and then she like eat all the bugs and the wardrobe turned into like beetles oh no thank you forever no thank you thank you for your call annika and let's go to denise hi denise denise what is the tv show or movie that gave you nightmares as a child okay so i was nine and i used to have to babysit my brother it wasn't a movie but it was a trailer for a movie uh-huh. called when a stranger calls Mm-hmm. And the guy was upstairs in the bedroom oh, yeah. calling, have you checked the children? Ah, the call was coming from inside the house. Yeah. Ah, Denise, out of me. I get it. Especially when you're home alone babysitting. That would be kind of scary. Thanks for your call, Denise. Thank you. I'll yeah. tell you, after talking to all of those people, I, like more popped into my mind. Oh, yeah. More scary images. Yes. Things from movies. Arachnophobia. Oh, yeah. That one was kind of a comedy scary movie. But it was not funny because <laughs> spiders, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. no, thank you. Um, oh, I was, I, there were a whole bunch of them that just were like flooding my brain. Is there anything that gave you nightmares as a child, Holly? Well, it's a movie, and I was kind of going through the catalog because there are a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And there weren't movies that I necessarily saw, but you would see images. And there's right. one, there's an image from this movie that I never saw, but it disturbed me so much. And it was from a movie that was released in 1988 called The Serpent and the Rainbow. Mm. It's directed by Wes Craven, stars uh. Bill Pullman, and it's based on uh, experiences that uh, with zombies and other things. But there is this image. So here's where my memory goes. I was at Universal Studios in the late 80s. And you're on the Universal Studios tram ride. And up on the top of the tram, they had a bunch of images from movies that were being released around that time. And there was this zombified corpse thing coming out of the ground from that movie. Yeah, no. And I've never seen the movie. I have never bothered to watch it. It looks very intense and i should go and watch it but when you see the cover of the movie you would go and walk in the video store because i don't know if you ever did this when you were younger walking in the video store store and going through the scary section oh yeah seeing all the cover art that enough was disturbing alone yes i would have nightmares about that i was like go back to the cartoons yeah Thank you very Anyways, much. The Serpent and the Rainbow. Oof. If you've seen it, you know, give me a holler and tell me if it's scary or not. But there is just this image. I'll find it. It's seared in my brain. Oh, no, thank you. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's Friday, which means it's cheat day. <laughs> so we're going to eat something when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainers off. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Hello. Our friend Josh is joining because Hello. it's Friday, which means it's. Cheat day. Cheat day. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. 
stick this in your mouth. Ooh, who's excited? I'm excited. Me. You scream, I scream. We all scream for Wendy's Frosties. Whoa! Because did you know that Wendy, this sweet, adorable little redhead, has made a strawberry frosty? What? Yes, and you can only get it for a limited time. Now, I want to, before we get into this, I want to take uh, the temperature of the frosty love around the room. Mm-hmm. Josh, are you a frosty lover? 110%. Okay, so uh, Holly, are you a frosty lover? I am a frosty lover. I myself also a frosty lover. Prefer a frosty actually to many other ice cream treats. Also, even better when you have French fries and you can dip it in the frosty. Yeah, the, the wonderful thing about a frosty, it's not quite a milkshake. It's not quite ice cream. Yeah. But it satisfies both cravings. And it's about to satisfy our cravings. Yay! Okay, so we're looking at the strawberry. I will. I, I got to confess, the, the, we we get these things delivered. Yeah. So it's it's hard to time it exactly right. So I timed it, thinking, oh, okay, it'll be right on time. Well, it was early, so it was getting a little drippy out front. So I th- tossed it in the freezer for a hot moment. So it's a little soupy. I'm not real sure, but I think we're still going to get the flavors that we need yeah. from it, it. Now, it's sweaty on the outside. Now, I can tell you, Colleen. So am I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colleen, why don't you take a taste? Okay. And Josh, take a taste, and I'll give you a little description. So the Strawberry Frosty at Wendy's mm-hmm. is happening this summer because the Vanilla Frosty is going on vacay, as Wendy's likes to say. So they're introducing this Strawberry Flavor Frosty for a limited time only. It's a summertime experience. Uh, Colleen, mm-hmm. Josh, what say you about this? I'm going to get right, right. In on it. Tastes like strawberry. And well, I mean, which is good because it's supposed to. Here's the thing about the frosty. <laughs> That's nice. No, so I'm going to be really honest. For me, the, on the front end, the first taste of it is good. Like I was excited about it. It felt refreshing. Hmm. But give it a second now, Holly. I'm curious to see what happens on the back end for you. Are you getting something weird on the back? Josh, nothing. No, 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 you're good. No, I mean soup, but yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you take? It's like it like lost its strawberry. Are you getting that, Halls? It, nah. fa- it fades away a little bit. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I just I wanted to love it more. I wanted it to have a little more strawberry forward, but that's the thing about the frosty is the frosty doesn't hit you over the head with the flavor. Well, now we need to do the comparison though, mm-hmm. Colleen, with the original chocolate frosty. Mm-hmm. Does the chocolate linger in your mouth or does it also dissipate? I know. Truthfully, it's been a long time since you got in your mouth around a frosty. Exactly. But I am very pleased with this offer. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
hearing from Wendy's. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not mad about it. Now, I will tell you, I think it might be enhanced with a French fry or two. Yeah. Would you dip a French fry in this? Yeah. I would for sure dip. You want some of the salty, sweet situation yes. going on in your mouth. That's what makes a frosty for me is that. And l- listen, I've never been compelled to to dip a fry in any other confection. Ever in my life. And I don't know how we all figured out that you're supposed to dip your fries in the Frosty. But I've never, ever thought I'm just going to drag this fry through a milkshake. I never do that. Um, it's oh. something special <laughs> about the Frosty. Did you just pour it? Holly just <laughs> accidentally. We're not going to tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. On the equipment. Don't tell anybody. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We've got Lysol in here. Yeah. Uh, the the holdover from when we thought that we had to wash our hands until they were raw I and mean, bleeding. You know what? That's just a good habit to keep up. Who, who yeah. Thought you'd have strawberries that. and fries though in the same meal. Well, that's the thing I'm yeah. saying is like I would totally dip a fry in this, and it is a little bit weird. Yeah. But. You know what? Weird can be good. Agreed. You didn't think that a combination of a frosty, strawberry, and fries would be a good thing. But you know what? This is a really this is a really nice combination. And I know a lot of folks are going to be hitting the road over the holiday weekend and they might find themselves at a Wendy's. Yeah. So how long do we know, Holly, how long we get the uh, strawberry uh, experience uh, at the Wendy's? You know, Wendy's doesn't say when it's going to expire. All right. But uh, but they are saying that, you know, probably I bet this might just be a summertime thing. Oh, I mean, I'm here you know, for it. Stra- I mean, it is strawberry season. Well, I mean, I don't <laughs> know if there are any actual strawberries. No, but used like, in the creation yeah, of but, the strawberry but you're frosting. thinking strawberry. You're in a strawberry state of mind. It's really a vibe. It's a way of being. Thanks, Billy Joel. Yes, you're welcome. Uh, OK, so when we eat things on Cheat Day Friday, we also uh, rate them and we rate them on a scale of one to five cobras, five being the best thing you've ever eaten. And to date, I believe we've only given a five once. I just want to be very clear about that. So be don't don't go five unless you really mean five. Uh, and then one being, you know, I never want to eat that again. OK, yeah, so in the garbage on a scale of one to five cobras, let's let Josh go first. Is this your first cheat day experience, Josh? His, yes. Congratulations. Thank I'm you. glad Thank we you. started well. Thank you. Um, the, the, the fans are already calling in. Oh, good. Um, okay. <laughs> um, can you do halves or no? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We okay. do quarters. We we'll do, do eights. We do all kinds of stuff. Three, three point and a half. Five. Yeah. That it's, is good. It's, it's, it's kind of got that blandness on the back end that you're talking about. Yeah. And the thing, that, the reason why I was worried when I said it tastes like strawberry is well, sometimes they'll take a vanilla and just inject a little strawberry into it. So. Yeah, yeah. Holly, how many Cobras for you? Three out of five. I'm not throwing it in the trash. It's pretty good. I'm giving it three. It's very refreshing. A nice summer treat. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Dave, uh, for this lovely treat. Before we get to those celebrities behaving badly, Holly, should we tell people what you just found in the freezer when you went to put your Frosty in there? Yes. So we just finished Cheat Day Friday. We tried Wendy's Strawberry Frosties. I took a few bites of my Frosty, and I was like, you know what? I think I want to save this for later. I don't want to eat it right now. I would like it to refreeze, and then I'll enjoy You're my frozen save treat. save the flavor. Yeah. So, went into the freezer. Not a lot in there. But then I see a Post-it note <laughs> in the freezer. <laughs> and on this Post-it note, Colleen, it says, Who took my turkey? Who took my turkey? Now, 
This has, you might be like, who took my turkey? Yeah, what kind of, what, what does that, that mean? What is that, a sitcom on CBS starting Thursdays in September? <laughs> or a no. game show? Middays. <laughs> no. This is a hostile message, Colleen. It is. Because there was a turkey. Yeah. That was frozen in our work freezer for months. Months. And we didn't know where the heck that turkey came from. So we decided to cook it live on the air in an instant pot. We decided to fulfill its dream of being fully cooked. We did that. Yeah, we did that. We did that we, for the turkey. The Colleen and Bradley show did that for the turkey. And we didn't Ron- know who to We asked around. We were diligent. Also, Ronco ate some of that. Yeah, and he lived to tell the tale. Look, he just had a birthday yesterday. Yeah, so he's 50, great. He made yeah, it to yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. See, there you go. He's alive. Uh, that turkey, though, not alive and also not existing in the freezer anymore. And I thought we did our due diligence. Also, here's why I think somebody's trolling us. Because if it was your turkey and you're, you want to know who really took it, you'd put your contact information on it. Also, well, you're not going to put a peel box. No, but you'd be turkey. like, sign your name at oh, least. My turkey. Well, yeah. have you seen the work fridge? People True. don't label their yeah, stuff nobody at all. Wants to own that. I, I suppose, and I opened it today. Right. It's it's there's time. A, there's a refrigerator happening in our workspace. It's time. It's anyways. Time. Nobody put their name on the stinking turkey. And so we made the stinking turkey. Yeah. That is too funny. Well, anyway, someone's bitter. Sorry about it. Not sorry. Don't leave your turkeys lying around for so long. Also, I that's funny. Where was it? Because I put the I put the frosties in there when I went back there. It was sitting. I mean, the- I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Let's be honest. I opened up the freezer and tossed the okay. frosties in. Our, look, it's a Friday before a yeah. holiday weekend. We're not paying attention Slim to pickings, things, y'all. No, this was just this was actually where the turkey was sitting. Oh my gosh. So I don't know how long this post-it note has been sitting in there. It's a little soggy. Admittedly, I haven't opened the freezer in the work fridge for quite some time. Oh my gosh. But someone's feeling salty about it. And this is so passive aggressive. Put Why, your name on it. Should we put it. a note back? We, yeah. we cooked it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to sign our names on it. Okay. 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 All right. Fine. We cooked it and we topped it off with Frosties. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Now, while you're writing, Holly, we let's... Turkey. turkey it's done the turkey is done it's done <laughs> love, love team cobra team somebody's trolling around here i don't you feel like it okay yeah, 100%. all right let's get to those celebrities behaving badly because we're behaving badly we call them presenting lord and lady douchebag of the day Besides whoever left us that uh, note. You know, just expressing a little Minnesota passive aggressiveness. <laughs> That's what we do. It's a good day for that. Uh, who's your D-bag? Randall Emmett. Who? Pardon? Randall Emmett. Do I know that? Do I know him? No, you don't know him. But he has very much earned the title of D-bag of the day because of an expose that was published in the Los Angeles Times yesterday about producer Randall Emmett. Now, you might not know his name. You might know him, actually, if you're a fan of Vanderpump Rules because Mm -hmm. he was married to one of the stars of that show, Lala Kent, for some time. Oh, sure. They're no longer in a relationship. And there are some reasons why. Now... I'm making him my D-bag of the day because of all the things we learned about Randall Emmett in this Los Angeles Times article, mm-hmm. including but not limited to allegedly Andal Rem- or Randall Emmett. Wow. Friday mouth for sure today. I mean, for sure. <laughs> it's look, like holiday Friday mouth. Look, we don't got to work Monday. That's true. Uh, Randall Emmett. 
allegedly, supposedly, according to the Los Angeles Times, not gossip, a periodical. They're reporting that Randall Emmett offered a woman film roles in exchange for sexual <gasps> no! favors and her silence <gasps> over relationships with no. him. Oh, you guys don't stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop. Mm hmm. Gross. Mm-hmm. So these are accusations. Are they materializing into anything further? Well, but wait. There's more. There's more. His ex, Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules, is alleging abuse and fraud mm-hmm. against Randall Emmett. Now, several women, including but not limited to the one we just mentioned, accused Emmett of inappropriate behavior that took place online and in person. Lala Kent alleges that Emmett, quote, tackled her Mm. and knocked her to the ground when she tried to grab his phone and prove that he was cheating on her. She said, that's when I knew for sure that there was a lot he was hiding. And he allegedly paid women to sign NDAs that kept his sexual relationship secrets. Now, where have we seen that behavior before? Right. Uh, Hello, I'm looking at you, Harvey Weinstein. Exactly. Uh, now also in this, uh, there is lots of back and forth about allegedly maybe Randall Emmett, um, working with Bruce Willis when Bruce Willis wasn't able to really advocate for himself. Interesting. Uh, because Randall Emmett produced, so Randall Emmett to contextualize him, he is the producer of what has been dubbed geezer teasers. Uh huh. These are low-budget movies mm-hmm. starring action stars of yore yeah. that get financed because people are like, wow, this movie stars Sylvester Stallone. Great, this movie stars Bruce Willis. Yeah. Sign me up. We're going to spend millions of dollars on this. The glamour of Hollywood. Yeah, and we did know that uh, that Bruce Willis had been consistently working on these types of movies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, Bruce Willis's team has uh, addressed the Los Angeles Times expose saying that Bruce Willis wanted to work and he was able to do so because in the opening of this article it's questionable Randall Emmett's behavior towards Bruce Willis meaning that was Bruce Willis fully capable of performing the duties on the set of the movie Midnight in the Switchgrass Mm. and we know that movie because that's the origin story of Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly yes I passed yeah, yeah. So oh, the Los Angeles Times is uh, telling a story that Randall Emmett pushed Bruce Willis to work despite his health issues. However, Bruce Willis's attorney is saying that Bruce Willis was working because he wanted to work and was able to do oh, so. See, that's so hard, too, because, you know, Bruce Willis has an image to also maintain. Uh-huh. Right? Right. And... Oh, that I just so heartbroken. Yeah, by yeah, that. yeah. That's yeah, so that's, hard. And and what they're referring to, Bruce Willis earlier this year uh, shared his aphasia diagnosis yeah. and is retiring from movies. Yeah. So there's a lot going on in this uh, Los Angeles Times expose. Oof. But Randall Emmett, who at one point in time was Mark Wahlberg's assistant and claims to be the inspiration for Turtle on Entourage, although Stop some it. people say that's not quite the case, he is the producer of. H-level movies, not A-list, B-list, C-list, or D-list, H-list movies. This guy, hmm, proceed with caution if you're going to work with Randall Emmett. Or just don't. don't. Just don't. Or just don't. Just don't. It's probably for the best. Yeah. Okay, who's your D-bag? Oh, Bill Cosby. Oh, my gosh. This is the grossest D-bag segment. For this. Sorry. That's nasty. Yes. Mm -hmm. For this. Apparently, Bill Cosby, who, by the way, got out of jail on a technicality... 
for a uh, a a case that he was found guilty in the uh, sexual assault of Andrea Constand. He was released on a technicality. Mm-hmm. Not that he's not guilty, guys. It was that there was a technicality in the With, trial in the criminal justice system. Exactly. Then also uh, only had to pay a half million dollars in damages to a, a sixty uh, or to a woman who claimed that he had sexually assaulted her as a minor at the Playboy Mansion. Mm-hmm. Only had to pay five hundred thousand dollars. Did not have to pay any punitive damages or anything else. He has posted on Instagram. Oh, okay. Ugh. One year home with my family sure looks good on me. Actually, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no. Sorry, no, sir. Not. It does not. It absolutely does not. Oh. And also, like, the thing that is so gross about it is the braggy. It's smug. He's it's smug so... about it. You, he assaulted, sexually assaulted and raped Many women of whom we only are aware of about 60, which is a lot. Yeah. Who have gone on the record on record with their stories is sitting on his couch, smiling at the camera and being smug about the fact that he got released from prison and he's happy to be home after a full year. I don't want that content. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, unfollow. Yes. Block. Bye. Bye. <sighs> I'm sorry that I'm aware of that now. I'm sorry that you're aware of it too. I just it, it, it it's one of those things where when you are seething with rage at something, you don't want to hold it by yourself. So thank you. I'm going to hold that for with shouldering you. the burden with me. You're welcome. Anything for you. Thanks. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly, anything for you because I, the resident TLC expert, and I mean the learning channel, not the band. That was bad. I am going to try to TLC explain you a TLC program that's got you a little chapped. Yeah. Why do I have to know about this now? I'm going to burden everyone with the knowledge of this program on TLC. Turnabout is fair play. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's not Bradley Trainer because he's on vacation. But Holly Roberts and I are taking you into your holiday weekend. Yes. And Holly, one of the things I'm planning to do over the weekend is watch some TV. Great. But I think you've got a show for me that I, you definitely don't want to watch. No, do not want. No, <laughs> nay. Did not ask for. Did not ask for it. What is this? Well, Colleen, thank you for asking. Now, this is an offering that you can find on TLC or Discovery Plus. I don't have either of those channels or streaming services, mm. but this came to me via a people exclusive, Colleen. What does a people oh. exclusive mean? Well, it means they're really trying to drum up some interest for this show. It means that TLC uh, asked them to feature this particular show. Yes. The call is coming from inside the house. Exactly. This is essentially an advertisement for a TLC show called I love a mama's boy. <laughs> I love a mama's boy. And this headline caught oh my gosh. eye this morning while I was looking for things to discuss in this very program. Mm. Mother and son ready for a sensual dance routine to sexual healing in TLC's what? I love a mama's boy. No, no, don't Why? Want. Thank you. Wait a minute. Hold on. Julia. So the, so the, 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 it's, 
he's dancing, sexy dancing with his mom? Yes. Ish. Yes. No, I don't want this. I don't want it either. And I love TLC. I watch all kinds of crap on that show, on that station. Yeah. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah, there's like Dr. Pimple Popper. No, that's, that's t- nasty. 600 Pound Life. Weird toenail things. 1,000 Pound Sisters. 1,000 Pound Best Friends. Which is different than one thousand pound sisters. It is sisters? different. That's like, yeah, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's like, yeah, the gnarly toe people, the pimple popping people. Mm-hmm. The you know, it do used they have to Amish be, programming of sorts? I wish they used to. They don't. Right. I think we're Amish free for now. Um, I remember when it used to be called the Learning Channel. There was never any learning on it. But, you know, Hoarders used to be on that channel. Mm. Like, all the good stuff. Trading Spaces was my thing. That was, like, back in the day day. That was back when it was the Learning Channel. And it was, like, so good. Trading Spaces. And then there was another one, While You Were Out, that I also loved. But, you know, they've devolved into this, like, slice of life weirdness. I used to love the makeover show. Sorry, I blanked out. Oh, the clothing one. (laughs) Yeah, hold on. Hold on. It's coming. It's coming. Clinton and Stacy. Yes, it's called Your Clothes Are Ugly and We're Going to Make Them Better. Yep. What the heck was it called? Uh, Anyway, yeah, it was something about a closet. No. What not to wear. Although now it's the clothes show. Oh my God. Look, it's Friday. Yeah. We're going into the 4th of July weekend. But, you know, even though, I mean, that was almost 20 years ago, Colleen. Yeah. That that show debuted. And at this point, I, I think we have subsequently learned that there were problematic and troubling aspects of yeah. what not to wear. And Stacey London, who used to host yes. the show, has basically said as much. Yes. But anyways, it was a simpler time. It was a simpler time. The A baby story. Do you remember that? That was, I would watch that all day long. I mean, a marriage story. Okay. But this is something I didn't see coming. What is it called? I'm marrying. I love a mama's boy. I love a mama's boy. So let me guess. Can I just I have not read this. Uh So let me guess. The premise is this. It's probably like maybe they're going to follow four or five couples that are about to get married or have been recently married uh, where the son or the husband is a total precious mama's boy. And the new wife is getting in the way of the relationship between the mom and the son. And also the mom is getting in the way of the relationship of the son and the new wife. Why are you not VP of programming at TLC? I mean, it just, it writes itself. (laughs) This show's been on for three seasons. Already? Already. I've never heard of this. I know. So if you have watched I Love a Mama's Boy, if you are a fan of I love my mama. I love a mama's boy. I, you know, justify that fandom to me, please. But they need eyeballs, and they got my eyeballs via at least this article in People.com. Yeah. An exclusive sneak peek at this week's episodes. Ethan's fiance Lena worries that her husband to be and his mother Esther look more together than <gasps> we are. Gross. And they're doing the cha cha. No. 
sensual dance. No. To the song Sexual Healing by Marvin no. Gaye. No. 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 Okay, also, and, that's highly and, produced right there. Allegedly, supposedly, in this highly produced gross moment, Ethan is the one who wants to dance to this song. Ish. Ish. Make it memorable, they say. Oh, that's so gross. No. That's no. super gross. No. I will say, have you, no. but here's what, like, you, have Leave you, me alone. have you ever, Holly, I know you just want to rock in the corner. We need you to come back out yeah, and talk. Yeah. Have you ever known somebody, though, who truly is an, like an actual mama's boy? Uh, slightly. Yeah. I've dated guys who want me to be their mom. Ish. Yeah, that's No. Get out of that relationship, ASAP. Spoiler alert, I sure did. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's how that ended. That's how that ended. Ran into a a couple of those fellas in my 20s Yeah, where it was like, hey, guess what? Mm -hmm. You have to clean too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that for you. Thank you. While you sit on the couch and you play Xbox and watch the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday morning, it's not like I'm bitter. That was a little like that was real right there. <laughs> it's Ooh, not, Holly Roberts. That was a deep dive. Oh, it really was. But I have moved on. Yeah. No, but I just I do it. Okay, so this is the thing. This is where I I look at TLC and I say, "Good work, TLC." Because they found a <laughs> Wait, thing. You're encouraging them. I sort of am. I'm encouraging one thing and discouraging another thing, okay? So, what they do well at TLC is they find like a very slice of life thing to focus in on something that maybe not everybody you don't know you need it right or you don't know you care about it so they find it they find that slice of life thing and they go we're going to shine a spotlight on this we're going to make a whole entire show about it so that i'm going to honor that right because that takes some talent to 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 like see something that you that could make a good show sure where they go wrong is that is a highly produced moment where the son is doing sexy dancing with his mom. They that was not that was not born from his brain. That was born from the brains of producers. Like, you know what? It's not enough for you to just work on your mama's dance for your wedding, your mother's dance. You need to make it. We got to make it stand out. So, like, let's make it a sexy dance and. Why don't you do it to sexual healing? And that's when I'm like, okay, now I'm now you think I'm dumb. Like I was here for the story about I was here for the kind of like sort of entertainment documentary style thing about, you know, the trouble with mama's boys. I was here for that. But when you overproduced it and made it into a cartoon or like a caricature of itself, you lost me. That's all. That's all I have to say. Thank you, VP of Programming, Colleen I mean, Lindstrom just, from TLC, formerly known as The Learning Channel. Yeah. I'm not learning anything anymore from them. Well, I suppose this brings up the question, hasn't TLC learned anything? I mm. look Colleen and Bradley. He's not are, here. Yeah. He's not here to justify this, but I'll do it for us. To the program. Remember know, adults adopting adults? Yeah, man, that Adults show, adopting adults. That went south real quick. That went south real quick. Now, if you don't know the premise of adults adopting adults, that's okay because they literally aired maybe two episodes of the show. Three total. Three, three total. And, it, and we all f- believe, they said it was because of poor ratings that they mid-season canceled it. It was controversial. It, they didn't just mid-season cancel it. They scrubbed it as though it had never existed. And the reason why... 
is something that we were on, meaning we were paying attention to one particular storyline that was really troubling, extremely problematic, possibly illegal. Mm-hmm. Our friend Shay uh, from Shay Carr called in and shared with us a real life story about the person on the show and uh, things she had heard him say in a car when she was driving him. And you really quickly realize this isn't entertainment. This is actually bad. It's bad. This is bad news bears. It's bad news bears. And so they scrubbed the entire show entirely. And I do think, again, that's where TLC runs amok is they have an idea, but then they don't practice discretion around it. They, it's like they exploit it sometimes, and that's the piece I don't like. That's the vibe I got from this article uh, from People.com mm-hmm. about I love a mama's boy. But, you know, to your point, Colleen, you are the TLC expert, and to you, this is a moment that's extremely overproduced. Yeah. So we're not necessarily in the danger zone of anything serious going on on the show. No, and let's be honest. I mean, all the shows that you watch on TLC... All of them are are actually any reality show is ginned up for entertainment purposes. So it's this is I'm not shocked by this. I'm not naive enough to to think that, you know, they would ever go down the route of just straight up documentary actually accepting reality in front of it. But it's almost like they do too much of it. And it's so obvious. I'm I'm not. I might watch one episode. Ew, gross. I might. I don't know. You don't have to. I'll do it I'm for you. I'm sticking with extreme hammer toe. Okay. Get and Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah. Bunion Bonanza. 